Welcome to News Trout, the satirical news program. News Trout uses invented names in all of its stories, except in cases where public figures are being satirized. Any other use of real names is accidental and coincidental. News Trout can be a bit sweary and is not intended for listeners under 18 years of age. Enjoy the fish. My name is Simon McTavish, and this is my special report. Last Thursday, the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, set out the UK government's response to the coronavirus pandemic. He was joined by the Chief Medical Officer, Chris Whitty, and Sir Patrick Valance, the government's Chief Scientific Advisor. I watched the conference, and I have to say it was the worst press conference I have ever seen in my life. And... I've never been so alarmed. I was in a rage. The prediction of a potential half a million deaths with almost no action by central government is possibly the biggest example of corporate manslaughter I have ever heard. So the good people of Newstrout set up a call with government spokesperson Edward Grove so that I could express my rage. This is a recording of the call. Please forgive the fucking expletives. Mr Grove, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. What the fuck are you playing at? I beg your pardon? Sorry. Let me start again. Some people who listen to the Prime Minister's press conference do not feel reassured at all. Do you understand that? We are facing possibly the biggest health challenge in our lifetime. I can understand that people feel concerned. No, I think they feel that the government is not doing enough government is listening to science and best practice and following that advice. So what is the government's plan? Well, it's very important to say this, but this is going to be a very long campaign. What we want to do is to delay the spread of the disease and to try and flatten the peak. We're not going mountaineering, Mr Grove. Can you just speak plain fucking English? What we want to avoid is everyone having it at the same time. So we'd like to build up some immunity before the peak hits so that there will be less people who have it when it gets really serious. The so-called herd immunity? Exactly. Now, I just want to explore the consequences of this strategy. Of course. You have an expectation that up to 80% of the UK's population will get coronavirus. Yes, that's our top estimate. That would mean around 52 million people getting the disease. Yes, in the worst case. And at a conservative 1% mortality rate, more than half a million people would die. Well, we'll all lose loved ones. It is very regrettable. With most of those being elderly and those who have underlying conditions. Yes, that's most likely. They are the most at risk. And you'll be aware that the World Health Authority has criticised this approach. Yes, I am. So what makes you sure that this is the right approach? Well, that's what the science says, so we're going to just follow the science. The World Health Authority is an organisation with leading scientists from all over the world. That's the fucking science! Well, our science says that this is the right approach. We're trying to flatten the peak. Can you shut the fuck up about flattening the peak? I'm sorry.
Even a non-scientist like myself can see that in China and South Korea, where the government has introduced social distancing, widespread testing, that the spread of the disease has been massively reduced and delayed. To illustrate, China has almost 1.4 billion people and the number of recorded cases is less than 100,000. So, as things stand, they have limited the rate of infection to less than one thousandth of a percent. Now, with your approach, you're suggesting that 60 to 80 percent will get infected. Well, science says that there is a good chance that the disease will return. So if we don't build up immunity, then it will return. What is this based on? Uh, Good science. And we have computer models which support the strategy. This isn't some sort of theoretical exercise. Do you understand that by potentially putting half a million lives at risk for something that you are not entirely sure about, people might think you're being slightly fucking reckless? We trust the science. And of course, if the science changes... And so will our policy. Well, I think you might find it's a bit late then. We have every faith in the NHS. Look, I'll level with you. It will be difficult. But you only have to look at the figures and see that actually we're doing quite well. We do have less infections than most of our neighbours. So all these criticisms about our approach to social distance and things like that, well... They're just not backed up by the numbers. I say we should all just carry on as normal. But if you have a temperature or a bad dry cough, then please stay at home for a bit. And remember, wash your hands. That's very, very important. And the best way to stop the virus being transmitted. So you don't think the smaller numbers have anything to do with your refusing to test most patients? We'll only test people once they're in hospital. When they've already got it? Yes, probably. I mean, it saves resources. When all other countries are trying to test as much as possible and then reduce the spread? Well, they do do things a bit different on the continent, don't they? Have you seen all those Italians singing? They're a funny bunch, aren't they? The reality is that through your inaction, you're increasing the spread of the disease to try to create some form of immunity that has not been proved, and let me make this clear, that has not been categorically proven at the cost of potentially half a million lives. We'll all lose loved ones. It's very regrettable. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, and I, I, I don't get it. I, I, I just, I don't fucking get it. It sounds like the biggest case of corporate manslaughter in history. Look, we could go all Chinese about this. You know, lock people away, stop them from socialising. But this is not going away fast. So people will end up getting very tired. I mean, the elderly will get lonely. And then they'll start going out just when it hits the peak. And then we'll really be in trouble. But at least they'll be alive. I know. We'll all lose loved ones. And to think, the elderly were the reason why you got re-elected. Is this the way to pay them back? Well, I can give you my word that we will do everything we can to repay them for their support. No, you won't! Because they'll all be dead, you complete fuckwit! Look, I, I really don't think this is a time to throw around insults. We should really unite and get behind Team Britain. 
We need to stay together. I don't understand all this fucking inaction. Why their laissez-faire defeatism? It was time to be Churchillian. What the fuck did we get? A fucking bumbling idiot and two scientists who were like characters out of Doctor Strangelove. Your press conference was the single most depressing thing I've ever witnessed in my entire life. While other governments are talking about how many temporary hospitals they were setting up, how many more testing centres, how many more intensive care units they're setting up, immediate research funding, all rallying calls to say, we're doing all we can, folks, let's all defeat this fucker together. You said absolutely nothing about increasing care provision. And what was your big fucking strategy? Don't go on cruises. Don't go on cruises! Are you fucking mad? You could pay someone a million pounds and they still wouldn't want to go on a cruise. What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you in some fucking twilight zone? You should all go on a fucking cruise. The fucking lot of you. Don't come back. Are we done? No, we're fucking not. Don't you realise that even if anyone actually backed your herd immunity theory, your decision not to test widely means it's fundamentally flawed? Because you won't know how many people have been infected and have recovered and are supposedly safe to go back into the workforce and help the weak and needy. Well, we do believe that we can flatten the curve and... You're dealing with people's lives here. They're not fucking guinea pigs. Have you any idea what you're doing when the world's experts are all pretty much saying that you're wrong? We do have a plan to escalate things within weeks. We'll be setting it out when the time's right to do so. Okay, Dr Death. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you a picture of my dead uncle when he's infected in three weeks, you fucking cock. You're not from a BBC, are you? No! And in fact, I'm absolutely shocked that the media have taken what you've said with so little criticism. The BBC, Channel 4, most of the papers, not even a single question in the press conference about increasing care provision. Well... It seems like you're on your own, then. Well, I probably will be, because everyone else will be dead! Ah, I've had enough of this now. Goodbye. And do remember to wash your hands. And with that, the interview was over. I've never been so emotional in an interview. I was thinking of my uncle, my parents, all who might end their lives alone because of a government experiment based on computer modelling. It sounds like science fiction, but it's reality. So I ask you to do what you can to get answers. Let's force the government to increase the care provision and please, please let's abandon this ridiculous policy of herd immunity for the sake of everyone. This is Simon McTavish for News Trout.